I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? Because what you are in your inmost being escapes your examination in rather the same way that you can't look directly into your own eyes without using a mirror. And that's why there's always an element of profound mystery in the problem of who we are. Most of us feel I, ego, myself, my source of consciousness, to be a center of awareness and of a source of action that resides in the middle of a bag of skin. 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 Hey there, Hoosier Sophisticate Nation. Oh wait, I told no, I told everyone to not say that. We're not a nation. <laughs> We're not a nation of people. Um, welcome back to the radio program. You can catch us on Mycelial Media over at YouTube. That's where we prefer you to go because Facebook is a trash dumpster. <laughs> Full of rotting meat. <laughs> um, so we're trying to drive people over to mycelial media, um, but you can't you can't catch us on Facebook at our Hoosier Sophisticated page. It's pretty much how we do most of our stuff. Sure, yeah, Sophisticated Hoosiers. Um, and we got a party, Truman's, uh, August nineteenth. It's a Monday. We're gonna okay. do the show live, guys. We're, we're gonna. gonna it's live. for the industry people that have had a a lot of work in front of them. They had to put in a ton of time and get all kinds of advisors to put together business plans and investors. In order to see who is going to lead the way and get some licenses to open up some dispensaries, a lot of stress going on in the field. When that goes, then it's then everybody's just yep waiting with bated breath. Yep. And even if you uh, haven't been to any events yet, don't, feel free to come to this one and just yuck it up. We want people in the industry to just have a have a beer or two and let their hair down, have a good time. No doubt. That's what I want the people to do. No doubt. Um, Seth, you got a, a big segment. And the works for us here. A little, what is a little rabbit hole? We're going to get to the rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. And do we have our guest? We we have a guest on the line. Okay. We got a, okay. oh we got the former writer and contributor contributor of Out There TV, and former artificial intelligence fellow at McDonald Douglas, Carolyn Goida. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad Mark turned me on to you guys. I've been. Watching you guys for the last hour, and I absolutely love Mark Twain behind you, but I cannot get the image of this pink chiffon robe balled up with somebody with explosive diarrhea out of my head. <laughs> and neither I can I, Carolyn. Neither can I. First joke, Mark turns yeah. us all on, and second one, uh, I apologize sincerely for that visual. Okay, I am very sorry about that. It's never going to be the same after that. You know, it's just an image I can't lose. You know. Well, you you worked at McDonald Douglas. I'm sure you've seen worse. Maybe. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Tell us. I, I'm the uh, I'm the resident artificial intelligence nut around here. Um, I'm fascinated okay. by it. Um, I'm not. I'm not necessarily scared of it. Um, I know that kind of be kind of seems to be the the notion whenever you talk about AI. They're like, oh, Terminator and all the you know all the bad stuff. Can you give us some hope about artificial intelligence oh. and maybe give us uh, give us your background on the artificial intelligence front? 
Oh, I definitely can give you hope. I'm definitely not into the frightening mode at all. I mean, I've been around this stuff for decades. I mean, back in, I, I hate to admit it because I don't want anybody to guess my age. I lie about it a lot. 22. But it was at least in the 80s when I was at the MIT, I was at MIT in the AI lab and the robotics lab. And, I mean, some of the stuff they could do then, I mean, I can't even imagine what some of the stuff that's, you know, not been released yet is doing. But the potential is amazing. When I was there, they had uh, they were injecting nanobites, little tiny little robots, into animals and killing cancer. So they could kill cancer anytime they really want to. They just use it to detect what the cancer cells excreted or what would be smelled by the chemicals, and they they could kill any cancer cells. I mean, the extraordinary things that AI could be done as a potential is amazing. And you got to go back all the way to Tesla. I mean, this guy had robotic submarines and ships on Central Park in 1904. Elon Musk? Working with Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. So, I mean, look what we could... Well, see, the, the best part of AI is what they don't tell us. I mean, there's so many extraordinary things. And, and the potential is there to help us. I mean, you know, you got to freak out. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you got... Uh, you know, the Terminator coming at you, a little, you know, or somebody, you know, made out of liquid metal, that's a little creepy. But, you know, in reality, it's the, it, it can be used to make our lives so much better yeah, and, and help people with disabilities and all this. Oh, man. And it, it just opens up options that, that are amazing. No, that's that's you know, very I, helpful because the nanobots thing. Yeah. I, th- I think that's one of the things that's kind of scary. Like, oh, are we going to get injected with? You know, are, gonna, are we going to be able to upload? Are we going to be able to? Uh, you know, there's so many different options with us becoming the artificial intelligence. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we got Elon Musk wanting to come up with the thing to connect to our heads directly. And I'll be honest with you, I'd probably volunteer to do it just to see what it was like. But you know, cool. Uh, to have a gal right yeah, there. But, <laughs> now, now, I, you know, the thing you got, I got to tell you though. See, I'm a little bit of a weird person. I'm a little bit of an anarchist at the same time, and a little bit of a libertarian too. In that, I don't want anything injected into anybody without their choice. Oh come on! And I, I know they're doing. I know they're doing it without choice now. And I'm one of these anti-vaxxers, so hopefully, you know, you ever want to talk about that, I can go on for hours. No, uh, I actually, yeah, I, my I, kids I, just went to the doctor, and they were like, uh, you need to get vaccines. And I'm like, oh, no, I had a total oh. freak. That's one thing I don't know much about. And, you know, you read one thing, oh. and then you read the next thing, and it's kind of, everything's contradicting. And maybe we'll save that for another we show. Do, we should do hour, hours and hours on that because okay, settle the, down. the people I could even bring on with you, too, the doctors, the nurses, the researchers, the real people that have done the real studies and really looked into it, you got to realize that uh, I'll just give you three less than two minutes uh, on vaccines. You got to remember most of these vaccines now are being made in China, which is very poor quality control. You got to understand that what's being inserted in the vaccines is not what they're telling you. It includes everything from uh, fetal tissue to mercury to they are injecting nanobites in people as part of experiments, and they're not telling people. And these multiple disease vaccines are insane. That goes in, That's for our pets, too. I mean, the reason they gave these, all these manufacturers now have total protection against liability. The government is paying for any mistakes. The only reason they're doing that is because they know they're hurting people. They wouldn't have demanded that protection for the companies, except the companies know that something's wrong. 
And this goes back a long time. The 1918 flu wasn't the flu. That was caused by all the vaccines they were experimenting on the soldiers going back to Fort Dix. And, I mean, that's why I said we could do hours on this stuff. I did a thing for George Norrie, blew his mind off, giving him all the detail. This was, got in 2005 about the vaccines and the 1918 flu because the, the, one of the researchers spilt the beans. She was a, a professor and an M.D., out of Kansas and had worked there with the soldiers and was saying, hey, the 1918 flu is because we're, we're, we're giving all these guys live viruses and then we're sending them to military camps and they're spreading it all over the place in World War One." And, and, you know, she had all the documents ready to be exposed and she was one of these people that wound up, you know, getting suicided, you know, shoots herself twice, you know. Uh, you don't. You never can do it right once. You got to shoot yourself twice in the head, um, and it, it's it, it's staggering what you find out when you get into the vaccine industry. That, that that's the one great thing Robert Kennedy Jr. is doing is he's actually standing up and trying to get the reality out there, which is amazing. So, but I know you didn't you didn't have me on just to talk about vaccines. But anytime you want to, and you ever want to get anybody pro vaccine on the other side, I'd be more than glad to debate them for hours. Ooh, that sounds like a really comfortable something we can do by the fire. Just yeah. a nice warm conversation between a pro-vax and an anti-vax. Yeah, that's a good the, live stream, right? Yeah, there. that is a good. We might have to put that together, Carolyn. We'll, we'll see what we can put together. Yeah, because the vaccine stuff it it amazes me when you really start breaking it down too. So okay, let's flip back. <clears throat> we'll flip back to artificial intelligence. What was your role in, okay. at McDonald Douglas with the artificial intelligence? If you can tell. Okay, about well, it. sometimes it was more artificial than intelligence, and I didn't have any sex change, so I really wasn't a fellow, but that was my title. I was the artificial intelligence fellow for the astronautics division, and I worked with the Mac Air people and, and, and everybody else. It was before Boeing actually merged with McDonnell Douglas, and it, there was amazing stuff going on. Well, some of the things we were doing, and this is it, this this ties into everything. Gets into nine eleven even because we were we were setting up uh, the aircraft. So if the pilot became incapacitated, I mean, obviously we're working with fighter aircraft. So if the guy either too many G's knocks him out or he gets killed, he gets shot, something happens. They didn't want to lose, you know, uh, you know, a fifty million dollar aircraft. They wanted that thing to be able to fly home by itself. We were actually setting up the artificial intelligence for the aircraft to fly home. You know, because back then the Air Force didn't want to give up and have drones. They still wanted people in there. Uh, you know, they, they, they still wanted to have uh, human beings in the plane, but they didn't want to lose the plane if they lost the person. So we were doing AI for that. And I, matter of fact, I gave the briefing to then Department of Defense head Dick Cheney. And I'll tell you, ever want to see anybody with totally black eyes that will scare the hell out of you? You don't need artificial intelligence. Just look in Dick Cheney's eyes. That'll scare the hell out of you. But, um, uh, I'm telling you, this guy, you want to talk about having diarrhea? I had that after doing with him. Okay? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't want to talk more diarrhea. Why do we keep bringing this? No, that's the third hour. The third hour is diarrhea. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, he'll scare it out of you. But, uh, you know, we, we were doing this, and see, that's where I'd say it's a good thing. I mean, obviously, this is a military application, but then we were also getting into the AI for okay, if we're going to send a probe to Mars or something else, you can't be live with these things all the time. You've got to make this thing have some wits about it so we can make decisions and doesn't go off a cliff while it's waiting for a message, you know. So we, we were working on all those kind of things. And, and I, I really got it. There's like four different aspects of AI you can get into. One of my favorite was knowledge acquisition, which is where you really get to know and you talk to the experts so that you can – 
get all the information possible about a given subject so that you can make something artificial think like a trained human being, an educated human being on that subject. And that's actually fascinating because I loved it. You can sit there. You are, I got to go out to Top Gun and talk to all these guys, and I'm like, I could milk this for a while. This is good. And it was great. You know, you sit there and talk. Are they playing volleyball guys. without their shirts on? <laughs> oh, Take oh my God, that's my favorite. That, I replay that scene so much. With my you and me both, sister. Person. Okay, settle down, guys. Settle down. <laughs> oh, this just got hot. God. I got I got to get some ice cubes, or we're gonna go that direction. <laughs> uh, Can you just be a part anyway. of our show from now on? Like this is this is wonderful. Sure. You're auditioning, sure, uh, you actually. Know, yeah. We well, didn't tell actually, you. you guys are amazing. I enjoy listening to you guys. Anybody, like I told you, anybody has Mark Twain because I train therapy cats to work with autistic kids. You know, and, and Mark Twain was known notoriously. He said, "Anybody that likes cats is a friend of mine." That's all I need to know. Uh, and there's not a single painting or him. Or, or, or a photograph, official one, that doesn't have one of his cats. That's how much he loved his animals. Uh, he also liked dogs, too, but he was a cat guy, too. But, uh, and just think, wasn't it cool that one of the neatest writers in all of history comes from Missouri? We did something right, didn't we? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. That's that right. a lot A lot of the uh, idea to use him uh, in our logo had, had to do with the fact that we're a Missouri-made show, and he's a Missouri-made guy. So. Yep. Mark Twain with a DMT I logo. That, I knew I loved you. <laughs> As soon as I saw that, I knew I loved you guys. I, you know, so I, I when I when the one phone number you gave me that had the exchange four twenty was that by accident or did you guys have that officially assigned? That's my phone number and uh, it's not by design, but I, you know I went with it. Yeah, <laughs> easy to remember. The first seven digits. <laughs> well, I figured with the four twenty, it had to be something symbolic. You know. Well, the FBI um, thought it would be a good number for him to keep track, so they were like, yeah, I'll give it well, to him. Well, since you were, you're going to dispensaries, I thought 420 had to be a link there. But <laughs> see, I'm more of a libertarian about that, too. I'm not into the dispensaries. I think everybody should be a version of hemp seed instead of Johnny Appleseed. We need everybody running around dropped. I've been saying this for X number of years. Like I said, I don't want to say how old I am. I've been telling everybody for years, save your seeds and spread them everywhere. Hell yeah. Because I don't want Monsanto's. Steve's got a jar at home. No, I don't. So I, I don't know of seed. We, everybody Legal should stuff. have beer oak, oak barrels full of them and just spread them everywhere. Because we need, and I'm serious, put it, every creek, every pond, every time everybody goes hiking, you go in Forest Park, you put it in there, you go to Cronlet, you drop it around the lake. And, but we how need is to the have government supposed like to get there? You know? I mean, when I grew up, it grew wild along the Merrimack, you know, and it was great. I mean, one, you didn't have to go anywhere. You just go down to the riverbank, go get your own. But um, Were you born in the 1800s, then, if you're not trying to go this way? I'm immortal. We don't go Um, (laughs) A witch! Okay, no, I'm with you because, I mean, I I like where everything's going right now with, you know, and, like, I have so many wonderful people are part of this movement we have here in Missouri. But you're right. I mean, it's such an outlaw-type situation and always has been, and now it's kind of like, okay, well, you guys can do it, but fill out all the paperwork and make sure you have, uh, you know, uh, tags on all your plants and seeds and we got to monitor everything. So, no, we're we're right there with you. I'm down here with Dan Beats, you know, the lawyer for normal, and he, sure. and I, he and I have argued for years because I also was huge for industrial hemp, and I wanted them to fight for that, too, and they, normal really never did. And to me, that was the best way because, you know, hemp can replace, you know, petroleum. It, 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 the, the, it, the seeds are tremendously nutritious. You know, we can do away with a lot of the paper goods, a lot of the cotton goods, a lot of the synthetics. 
all the petroleum plastic. I mean, you know, Henry Ford wasn't an idiot. The reason he had his cars running on hemp was that it was a better fuel, biodiesel, and he had the plastic made out of a hemp matrix, which is stronger than steel. And it's like, you know, diesel originally used hemp. So, I mean, to me, I don't know how we haven't, you know, that, that people should be screaming from the rooftops and the mountaintops for industrial hemp. And the recreational should be whatever we want it to be grown in our own backyard. If I'm going to grow a tomato plant, some green peppers, and I want to have some uh, various farms of weed, that's my choice. And and see, that's why I'm very much an anarchist and a a libertarian that I don't want to have to go sign up. I don't want I don't even want to go to a Western doctor and much less go there and say, can I have some prescription for my weed, please? You know, why do I have to give this guy money? You don't have to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, I know we might be running out of time. Maybe we can keep you around after the break. But I know you probably have some outstanding stories just from talking to you. I mean, the thing about Dick Cheney, you got any uh, any interesting stories about crazy people you've met along the way here? Dealing with AI, hopefully. Wait, you mean besides, I mean, besides Dick Cheney? Well, even I if you got another tidbit about Dick Cheney, I'd love to hear it. Well, one thing I will tell you, because he asked for me to do a second, though, I can't tell you what the subject was for the second one, but I was asked to come in and do a uh, another presentation, so apparently he liked the first one. Um, but uh, one thing I will say, I, I, since I think about this, and we need to do a 9-11 show sometime, because I was telling him how we were able to fly aircraft without pilots. And remember they said that nobody ever thought about all the stuff that happened on 9-11. I guarantee you everybody did, and that's a long time ago. And we were actually told at, at uh, Mac Air and Astronautics that, well, we're going to give you guys some, you know, we'll keep continue to seed your, what we called it, pilot's associate. But Lockheed's already flying L-1011s without pilots. And I tell you, when 9-11 happened, it, 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 oh, man, I tell you, I just about choked. And I did get a visit being reminded that I was not to talk about anything I had done at McDonnell Douglas. Hmm. That was related to aircraft and AI, and I, I, I dare him to tell me not to talk about it. I'll talk about anything I want. I think that. I mean, I'm not going to tell you. I, I'm not going to tell you anything that's going to violate anybody's safety. You know, I'm not going to put any soldier at risk. I'm not going to put our country at risk. But stuff that was 20 years ago, yeah, I'll tell you. Dick Cheney knew all about how to fly an aircraft without pilots. Huh. And then, you know what happened on 9/11 was yeah, I taught him. <laughs> Yeah. Pilot, you know. I feel like and you may be discounting. You, that was no seven fifty. I can guarantee you that was no seven fifty seven that ran into the Pentagon. I can guarantee you that. I knew That's generals and admirals that were there that day, and I, I, I tell you, that was absolutely no seven fifty seven hitting that building. I feel like you're kind of and discounting, it, though. That yeah. whole plane vaporized. But here's the deal: they found the pilot's ID. Yeah, they found their passports. So, like, their passports are right there. It said point blank who did it. So it I don't... disintegrated the human, but the it passport the human was that But that passport was there. So I feel like you're maybe just looking over a key <laughs> key clue here, <laughs> and who maybe down. did this whole thing? World Trade Seven. <laughs> took that one down. <sighs> and then later on, they found the pilot still running around in Yemen. So what the heck happened to him? You know? Uh, yeah, but it's I, he, he, might have been the sec- he might have been the he second overslept. coming. We don't know. You know, wow. might have been the second coming. This is, I mean, this is a fascinating little uh, little piece of existence you got going on. Like this is this, this is, is wild. a rabbit hole. Yeah, it this definitely is. This is the rabbit hole. What, do you, uh, what what did you do as our? What did you write about primarily as a contributor for Out There TV? Oh, all kinds of stuff because Out There was one of the only things that ever was on broadcast television that got into everything. And I don't like to call it tinfoil hat because I like to call it either 
lead, silver, gold. Let's get the useful hats on your head. Aluminum just give you Alzheimer's. Maybe a nice but, bronze um, hat. <laughs> Lead's yeah, a good blocker. You know, something yeah. that's actually nice, you know. But we, we back then, we had Alex Jones on when he was, nobody knew who the hell he was, and he was just talking about the Bohemian Grove. And so, I mean, we were we, we had Jim Mars on. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a, his book was predominantly used by uh, Stone to do his JFK movie. And uh, Jim and I were good, good friends. He just died two years ago. Uh, amazing man. He he wrote the book about spy, uh, spies, which was uh, the original discussion of a remote viewing, which is something we did at McDonnell Douglas. We can talk about that sometime if you ever want to. Um, we did. Yeah. It, it, that's amazing. That subject too, because totally. when I, I went to the Soviet Union and met their counter my, my counterparts over there, it was just amazing. And, and that's why I said there's so much science that they don't share that I, I think is criminal. That the regular people need to know about. Of course, you know our schools are being dumbed out so much. Uh, every decade, it seems to go backwards. But you know, with the internet and with shows like yours and other shows, and that's what we did on Out There TV. You know, KMOX used to have the old at, at your service with and, and Jim Hardy and Bob. What was it? Bob was it Jim White and Bob Hardy and those guys because I was on once with him and Ann Keith and talking about the Soviet Union after I'd gotten back. And those guys tried to get information out. But, you know, ever since, you know, uh, Rush Butt got on there, everything's changed so much. You, you don't really hear anything science or real history anymore. But, I mean, think about it. Now we got this shows like yours and there's the Internet. I mean, even though they try to shut us down and, you know, shut down social media and, you know, you got all this, you know, social media clamping down that you talked about, uh, some of you think about surveillance and, you know, we can talk about that sometime because, you know, what's going on in China as far as the social media credit system. And they're doing it here, too, because, if they, you know, if you don't obey, they then they, you go in Facebook jail for a month and all that kind of nonsense. But as long as we use their tools, we can share all this science, and it's, it's amazing. And I can tell you there's other scientists that want to share stuff, too. There's other people I know from McDonnell, Douglas, Lockheed, Boeing, uh, universities. It, it, they they want to tell people. They They want people to realize the potential i mean look and what i want their email addresses if you if you want to send those <laughs> we'll yeah. definitely well, talk to them know, think about it you know look what tesla tried to give us and he did give us so much and, and you know and there's all these other scientists too putin and a bunch of putin but there there actually was a guy named putin back then too but uh there are all these scientists that you know we would we'd be 200 years ahead of where we're at now if they would have let them keep going but they suppressed it because all kinds of reasons. You know, Rockefeller, you know, made all his money on kerosene, didn't want to do all this black, gooey stuff, and they came up with gasoline. So they had to suppress hemp fuel for that, and they didn't want free energy because, you know, first of all, they, what was it? Uh, uh, J.P. Morgan says if I can't put a meter on it, we're not going to sell it because we can't do it. If we can't, I can't charge for it. I'm not giving it away free. And, you know, they had Wi-Fi. You know, they had Wi-Fi phones in 1905. Mm, no. Uh, did I blow your mind away yet? I mean, yeah, yeah, my head can only explode so many times. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm on the radio yeah. anymore. I had a pretty rough first hour. <laughs> <laughs> this I, well, is... I'm still picturing that chiffon rope. Okay, knock it off, yeah. all right? I think, <laughs> Listen, Carol, I, think, I think it'd be a good idea I, for you to join I, us for like I, a half hour a month and just give us yes. give us the skinny. Yeah. Just call him whenever you want and just give us the juice, you know? Only if you promise that from now on, if, when the Blues get into the Stanley Cup, nobody goes to Branson. 
Oh. I, I've been there. <laughs> you got it. You got oh. it. You got oh. it. Oh. Wait. You dug up. You dug deep. Anytime she wants. Anytime that she wants, she can you, come on the show. You've been listening, and you. That was a I, I sent you the. Uh, I sent you the link to the website. You've been a nice little stick right there Skin in the jaw. Yes, girl. Yes. Sorry, right, Carolyn. Thank you so much for joining us. We're up against a break here. We really appreciate you uh, coming on and entertaining us and in. in that was awesome. educating us is what I'm trying to say. Educating, we'll, and we we'll hope that you will come to, to us. Uh, yeah, once a month, whenever you want to come in, you got a cool story. Let us know. All right, sounds good. Oh, and I'll thank Mark. Okay, hold on. And, yeah. Hey, have Mark on sometime too. He's pretty. We cool. would love to. We can't let our board ops on. It's a whole this this whole draconian policy. You get. Right, he's been on with the Z Man. He's been on the line with the Z Man. So I think we can probably pull some strings. Plus, cool. hey, yeah. this is Dick, there you go. This is Dick Cheney, and I just want to say we're coming for you. <laughs> We're coming. Next time we'll talk about Lynn Cheney if you really want to know the scarier of the two. I believe every oh bit of that. Oh, my God, yeah. I believe every bit of that. Carolyn, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks. Carolyn Goida here on Hoosier Sophisticate. I forgot the Goida joke. joke. Let's go yeah. ahead. Let's uh, jump to break. And she set you up for it, too. On the other side, <laughs> we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, like our sponsors, Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. Guys, they do exterior work. They do great exterior work. They will fly Best. a drone. You want to talk about AI? They'll fly a drone over your house. They will map your roof. They will show you what a different roof will look like on your house. They got a dog that runs the crew. His name's Rufus. He's the roofing dog, and he doesn't put up with no jive. Okay? Jive twice in one hour. <laughs> I know. You got it? Yep. Lifetime yeah, Roofing Renovation. They're as good as they come. <laughs> They may, they've been along since the beginning. They've been along since the very, the very best. beginning. If you're going to get roofing work done or exterior Siding work, work yeah. done, I, I, a lot of people can do it where they separate themselves as customer service no and just being great humans. They're no constantly giving back to commu- Every the community. Every dollar they make, a piece of it goes back to the community. That's just the kind of people they are. They do. All right, guys. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. Stick around. We'll uh, do some streaming picks. I always love streaming picks when Sam's in the building. He's usually got a good pick or two. He gets deep in them. Oh, boy. Deep. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's jump to break. Oh. Listen to our sponsors, and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, guys. It's me, Kippy the Crazy Koala Bear. And I'm here to tell you about James Carlton Insurance. It's quiet down. It's the best. It's quiet down. Listen to Kippy. Grown-ups need insurance, and Uncle James can help. Right on. Grown-ups need insurance. He's got the best reviews on Yelp. (laughs) Grown-ups need insurance if they want to protect their house. Yes, sir. Grown-ups need insurance if they want to properly bury a spouse. That's a bit more. Grown-ups need insurance if they drive a truck. Okay. Grown-ups need insurance just so they don't get... F- whoa, 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 Kippy, you can't... Well, I was just no, going to say can't. get in trouble. Okay, well, it sounded like you were going to say something else. James Carlton, State Farm Insurance. You can find them online at carltoninsurance.net, or you can call them at 314-961-4800. Spiders are found on nearly every continent on the earth. Bugs and arachnids and insects and other little critters are vital to the earth's homeostasis. 
keeping our planet in balance and making all of our lives better. They are vital, beautiful little creatures. Unless you come in my house, and then I'm calling Rose Extermination. Rose Extermination! Hey, Craig. Hey, Steve. Did you get all your weed paperwork filled out yet? Oh, buddy, I'm a radio guy. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, a lot of our friends in the cannabis industry have been working hard. What do you say we throw them a party and celebrate? Let's do it. Where at? Truman's? Truman's and Sula. We're going to have a party on August 19th. That's a Monday. That's indeed a Monday, and we're going to go live from Truman's and Soulard. Mondays are for the Hoosiers. Man, f*** this paperwork. Yanks come home. After a hard-fought battle in the Aleutian Islands, and after saving the homes, ideals, and values of free people from access domination, our boys and girls are coming home after kicking Hitler's butt. Oh, boy. On the home front, Bell Chiropractic and Pain Management has been helping our boys and girls with back pain, primary care, and medical marijuana physician certification. The devil's lettuce. Visit Bell Cairo STL for more details. Lifetime. Just go Google it. I wanna let those shingles down, girl, for you. I wanna let those shingles down, boy, for you. I'm gonna do some siding, get you excited. James Hardy siding. Google it. I'm really start pulling it. You know I make your neighbors cry, cry. Cause we tell all the leaks go by. And you know we all do the side. Guys, Lifetime Roofing. We're the best roofers in the game. Best customer service. LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. It seemed like this whole weekend was fun for you, but was there any pressure at all, or were you able to just truly enjoy all of this? Um, no, I, I didn't put any pressure. I, I, I think for me, you know me, you covered me for a long time, you know, and the other side. I told myself I, I'm going to enjoy every moment. I'm going to do everything, and then, you know, I'm going to prepare myself the way that I, that I prepare myself for the game, and that's what I did. You know, I enjoyed every moment, and I'm, I'm telling you, in the next couple of days here, you know, I, I probably going to really enjoy it more, you know, because it was so much and it happened so quick. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll every Friday at noon right here on WGNU 920 AM. Sergeant Jabari Wright. In the Army, I was trained as a combat lifesaver in 2012, had an accident and became paralyzed. I was used to working in healthcare and how am I supposed to help people when I'm in a wheelchair now? It really severely impacted my confidence. 
Jim Arndt, PAVE Program, Paralyzed Veterans of America. PAVE helps veterans rebuild lives with valuable careers. We assess the skills, build the resumes, and help with the interviewing skills to be able to find a career that our veterans are looking for. PVA took what I was doing in the military and helped me translate that to meaningful employment in the civilian sector. Hooking up with them helped to empower me. PAVE really concentrates on the one-on-one relationships. Unlike other programs that measure success by placements alone, PAVE places greater emphasis on quality jobs and continued support, our Partner for Life guarantee. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. The reason why I've never done acid because I don't like the term acid. Yeah, uh, no, I think that's a huge I think thing. that's a huge if reason it, why I've it, never tried it. If it was called, it. like, Brain Jumper, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Right, if you, like, call it, like, Looper, like yeah. the movie, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, if it does that, let's do it. That's why they say, like, fat is so, like, fat is, like, a bad thing. It's all about the name. So that's why acid for me. I would like the acid community to get together. Maybe I think you probably something. just tune into WGNU tonight and listen to who you're sophisticated. <laughs> Shout out to those guys. Say word, Radio Land. We're coming at you live with Stephen Craig on Who's Your Sophisticated, presented by Mycelio Media. Now, St. Louis. Let's do this. This is not tea. This is eating raw mushrooms. As soon as the mushroom enters my body, I sit and meditate. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Non-binaries, sentient artificial intelligence to who's your sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. If you put a dot com behind it, you're streaming us anywhere in the world online follow the facebook stream on facebook go like our youtube page will you mycelial media the feed's a little better over there i'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna say it steve i'm going nuts dude i've told i've talked to you about this i know that they have plans for just about any kind of pest that's really getting under your skin three one four eight four five six one oh one eight four five six one oh one yeah they'll get rid of your bugs what do you got to do you got to ask for the cucky special. That's old school. It's rose extermination. They'll get rid of all your pests. I'm starting to see mosquitoes again. Mm. Had a few mosquitoes. I need mm. to get my yard sprayed again. But yeah, we got a nice little contingent on the on the mycelial media page. Cat Goida's over there. What a call! That was buddy. great. Fantastic. She was great. Is that not amazing? That was, it took me everywhere. I didn't know I wanted to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. I like that. And we are live, giving us a little shout out. Uh, Denman sounded. Uh, Sounded like upset with us. Uh, like yeah. we were like, his, his, yeah, his almost dismissive. Son. It totally almost dismissive. But he's got a point. I like brain jumper. I would <laughs> brain jumper. I'd get crazy on some brain jumper. We're just gonna man. talk to the guys about dose, bro. Yeah, but yeah, go check out Rose Extermination. Eight four five six one zero one. Eight four five six one zero one. Um, you want to do this now? You want to get it started now? Get something good this week for everybody? Sure. You were talking to Sam a little bit. Uh, a little earlier on, you were talking about how he felt about the data, his data. We were talking about my face mm-hmm. app. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Last week, you had a tremendous mm-hmm. little streaming pick. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we should. Uh... We like movies. So do we. We like internet. So do we. 
It's the streaming picks of the week. It's the streaming picks of the week. Streaming picks of the week. We like the internet too. You were talking to Sam. Sam will bring you into this conversation. I had a chance to watch uh, your recommendation last week, and buddy, pretty heavy stuff. Pretty heavy stuff. The Great Hack. The Great Hack on Netflix. Uh, Sam, have you watched this yet? I have not. This is new. I think uh, you should do yourself a favor and maybe just drink that in tonight, especially talking about how dumb it is to use it. Because I was talking to Steve before we came here. I'm like, oh, man, this face app thing's pretty strange. All I have to do is give it like a smidge of a corner of my face, and it's got me mapped. It unlocks it all. I'm turning it off. I'm turning it off of there. We've got to go back to just the six-digit password. <laughs> should be should be fine. Um, like that matters. Now I got to go get facial reconstructive surgery. Like, face off. Face off. <laughs> Is that your pick? It's not my pick. I just, I just, I just, I want to know if Sam. I want Cage and John Travolta star in Face Off, streaming on TBS, two p.m. He's all like, "I must become him," and I'm all like, "On regular cable." I uh, no, I just, I wanted to know if Sam, had, because he sounded so uh, well educated on the topic. If you haven't seen that, I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and. Back up Steve's uh, recommendation from last week. I watched it. It doesn't freak me out as much as maybe you would suspect. It is pretty incredible. I do think that we should all have access to our data, you know, um, to see what they are collecting on us. They got 5,000 hit points on uh, data points on every single voting American, and they show how they were able to, they were using other elections to see if Pass it would work elections. moving up to 2016. So, like, they, down in Trinidad and Tobago, like, I didn't realize how segregated their population was between Indians, you know, and, and uh, y- you know, and I guess native Trinidadians. Yeah, I don't know. Trinidadians. I don't know. You're, you're Blacks and Indians tight, is what I'm rope. getting at. It's not really a tightrope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They knew, they knew, that, Indi- they knew that Indian kids, um, just because of their culture, are more likely to just do what their parents tell them to do. So they started this whole campaign in Trinidad and Tobago that the— the cool thing to do, the way to take the power back, was to not vote, to not participate in this election because it was like down the middle, like fifty-fifty. Very... They started a campaign. And it's like it's stupid to vote, and even the, and Indian, all the kids the Indian, like, yeah, man. The Indian kids were in on it yeah. until they knew that come come the day it came to vote, they were going to do what their, their parents, parents told them to do, their, and oh, it swayed yeah. the election by. Yeah. Double digits, just what they needed to win. It was, and so they kind of showed that they showed how they use it for Brexit. Like it's pretty impressive. We all think that they're listening on the phones. They don't need to listen on the phones. They have our, they have our uh, habits predicted oh, so yeah. well through all of doing. these. Through all, and here's the deal: I don't have to take one of those stupid little polls that are on Facebook. If you do, and I'm friends with you. It automatically scrubs all of your friends' profiles for as much information as they can pull off without us ever. You know, agreeing to anything. It was it's it's a it's a freaky deal. Um, I'm I'm fishing until I, I can come up with my pick. What'd you watch this week, brother? Okay, I watched uh, Red Sea Diving Resort. That's actually a uh, preview I saw on Netflix that I was like, okay, Jenny and I can both get in on it. Um, and it was it's a I wouldn't an action action kind of thriller. Well, maybe not thriller, but you know, it's uh, oh, are we going to get these refugees out of the the place and get them moved somewhere else before the time? You know, one of those movies, very right. like you know, oh, here's the pacing of it, very quick. But it's kind of cool, you know. It's Captain America. It's a little bit, you know, the Hollywood 
I always get this sense of like, you know, it's very much, uh, hey, these these white guys came in and saved the day. Am I right? And all the people in Africa are like, yeah, cool, thanks, man. You know, and there's a lot yeah. of that going on. But it's also it's whole about whitewashing. It's, it's uh, there is Israeli. So, you know, like it's this whole different side of it, but then it's very Americanized too. So it's like, I know I'm not getting the real story of what actually happened because it's based on true events. Right. This has been so Netflixed out. Um, but I mean, it was a good story. It's a good watch. Me and my wife watched it. You know, good acting, whatever. Red Sea Diving Resort? Red Sea Diving Resort. I give it, you know, six and a half out of 10 stars. Ooh, okay. okay. Six, six and a half, half, out, of half out of 10 stars. You got something? You got something? What do you got, Sam? Yeah, what have you been uh, watching, brother? I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to, actually, season just ended last night, uh, Euphoria on HBO. Okay. Uh, starring Zendaya. Uh, it is, it's been a fun watch. I don't know. she the girl? Is she on Disney Channel? She was on Disney yeah, Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she did a lot of clear cell commercials, I think, when she was younger. Yeah. Uh, most recently, she is the love interest in the current Spider-Man Okay. Movies. Yep. Yep. And I think she was also in the Into the Spider Verse. I think she had a role in there. But no, she's fantastic in it. The uh, the the story itself hasn't quite come together for me. But just every scene and uh, the, these uh, these young actors have such a range of emotion, and they make they they're enough to keep you interested, even if the actual storyline isn't pulling you along. Okay. Just the way these characters interact with each other, dive so much into so many different characters' past, and how your early childhood and nature versus nurture, and just how what you experience when you're young sticks with you throughout life. And Zendaya, she plays a, uh, a recovering addict uh, in her, going into her junior year of high school uh, and in, the, in a small town in California, but just starts makes a new friend and is trying to walk that line of wanting to be clean for her family but also wanting to do what she wants to do. Um, it, it's really interesting. I saw the, I saw the trailer for it uh, as everything was wrapping up. I've been threatening to get off of – HBO since Game of Thrones went off, and there's so much good content there. They got that new Watchmen series that's going to be coming out, and now I'm like, oh man. I, I haven't gotten into it. All, all the time on HBO right now, I'm doing Euphoria, so I got finished last night's episode, or I'm on my fourth watch of uh, Sopranos. Did you watch Barry at all? I watched, man, Barry. I tried so hard. All, it was one of those shows like all my friends loved it. I, yeah, it I'm kind of with you, brother. But I just, cause I was like that for Barry. Stranger Things was like that for me. Like oh, just every, that, hurt, that breaks my heart a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. I know. I know. And I wanted to like it so much. And like it, I, the idea of the show was fantastic. It's just something wasn't like, clicking. It wasn't clicking for me. It wasn't. It, it, I don't know. Seth, you watching anything, buddy? Just keeping up with that Ink Master, baby. Oh, is oh, that back on spikes? Yeah, I know. And it's, so, it's so it can be so cheesy at times. Or, most of it, but you watch to, it to but, see the cool work that's getting done. Oh, right? I, I mean, love to see like the people come in and just throw these crazy ideas at them and see what the artists have to draw up no and see what the final product is. And sometimes when it's a bad tattoo and the judges tear them apart, yeah. it can be pretty funny for sure. For sure, I actually I watched the first maybe couple seasons of that. They were streaming it whenever they first came out and. Uh, you know, they always have the added drama to all of those shows, and typically the last yeah. ten minutes is your payoff, where you get to see all of the finished products. But you're right, though. Like some people, some of the scenarios that these people coming in for a free tattoo on the show that they draw up, like, well, this is kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't even know how you could begin to draw that concept. Scotty Coops, what's up, bro? Oh, I do not need to hear about Scotty Coops. Oh Dr. my God! <laughs> he finally gets a microphone. Oh. Daniel Slinger, what do you Dr. want? Dr. Daniel Slinger is on the line. We do not need to hear from Scotty Cooper. What, what what's on your mind, Dan? 
Well, I was saying that uh, uh, the lady gentleman that you had on earlier who was talking about She was a lady. Yeah, she was um, a lady. She uh, was very mistaken about Dick Cheney. He is one of my heroes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? What what in his work, uh, you know, inspires you? you? Was it his jazz albums that did it for you? No. If you don't think Dick Cheney's American hero, you must be high off the waking bay. You must be high off the righteous bush. You must be high off the lime pillows. You must be high off the... The giggle smoke. You must be high off the dinky dock. Dan, you must you got be high one. off the black bar. Yep. <laughs> you must be high off the text mix. All right, Dan. What, I you feel must like... be high off the smoochy pooch. Oh, my God. You're trying you to end on a high note. It's not going to happen. Dan. Can I do my Netflix pick? Please. What are you What are you streaming, Dan Slinger? I've been watching a lot of NCIS repeats. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somehow I, I, I don't doubt that. that. Um, it was a good show, but I'm going to do everything I can in my power to destroy you, gentlemen. So thank you very much for having me on, and I uh, look forward to next week. I don't think we had a choice. We, yeah, we didn't ask you to, ask be, on. You to be on. So, Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Scott Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Intern Scott Coops. Yeah, uh, what are you that, watching, kid? That was interesting. Well, I started watching on uh, That Boys on Amazon Prime. It's the superhero thing. I've heard. I've heard. Is it pretty good? It's it's phenomenal. Is it really? Yes. Let me do a little uh, summary for you. It's a it. group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. Okay. It's like rate. It's TVMA. It's like rated R. Okay. It's gory. Okay. And it. It's so so the the world that they've created. There's like it's a bu- there's a bunch of superhero people with uh, super. No, abilities. it's like uh, the Justice League, but they're all different. They're not named Superman. The guy's name's okay. uh, Homeland. They got Wonder Woman, but she's something else. They got a Flash guy. His name's A Train. Okay, but it was pretty good. Cool, I mean, right on. Nine out of ten on Amazon. How many? IMDb. How many episodes? Eight. Did you already mow through it? Yeah. Did you get into the Umbrella Academy at all? Have you watched no. that? No. Oh, buddy. Is that about the same? Yeah, Netflix. Yes. Go check out the Umbrella Academy. You'll binge that. That's that's a good one. It's about some kids. So is it like okay. is it like Dexter with superpowers? Is kind of what I'm getting. No, at? it's like a it's like a group of they're like a police force. Yes, but they're doing it on their own time because one of the superheroes are doing bad stuff behind the camera because they do like a uh, reality show with these superheroes and they're advertised everywhere. Like you know how the media portrays them and everything. Sure. But these guys know what they're doing wrong. I like it. I'd like to check that out. It's called The Boys. The Boys. The Amazon Boys Prime. on Amazon Prime. Check it out. I had all this time. I just pulled it up, and then I forgot it. Ah, yes. Dark. Guys, you know that I'm a, a big uh, Black Mirror fan and a big Stranger Things fan. You already picked this. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. think I maybe on a in the morning video. Nope. No? Okay, well, then I'm going with the Avid Brothers, May It Last, on HBO. Before I got rid of HBO, I decided I had to watch this. Everybody that knows me knows how much I love the Avid Brothers. I think that they are the greatest poets of our time. Uh, go probably going down as some of the best lyricists of all time in music and to watch their kind of life story. It's them uh, recording the true sadness album. Um, you know, after Rick Rubin picked them up, they were, they were independent for the first five albums that they created. Um, Rick Rubin found them in 2008. That's when they recorded I in love and you. And then the rest is kind of history. Um, it just, it goes back and it follows Scott and Seth through their childhood. And it really sits down in the studio with them and just shows you their whole process of writing songs. And it's really cool to see the brother. First off, they're just unbelievable musicians. So like, Seth's like, oh, I was just thinking about like a little lick like this, and he's just like just ripping. And Scott's like, oh, well, that that would sound good if I put. Watching them build a song together was it was inspiring. Actually, I, I think when I first watched it, I, I, we were texting back and forth. I'm like, buddy, I'm writing. 
I'm writing right now. I know I'm not. I'm not feeling sad or anything, and I'm writing. These guys. I mean, they they really did. Um, you always feel me to say that I'm not feeling sad or anything <laughs> because that's when I write, right? So, uh, if you haven't checked out May at Last, and if you if you're not familiar with the Avid Brothers, it's a nice little introduction into them for sure. Uh, Judd Apatow made the film, so uh, pretty, pretty, really cool stuff, and, and it shows them uh, essentially creating the True Sadness album, which is a great album. Ain't No Man is the one that's most famously. It's their first and only number one hit on the Billboard charts, which is kind of ironic because I think it's their simplest song that they've ever written, both musically and lyrically, you know. Um, but it, And then it shows them uh, just a beautiful part where they where they lay down uh, No Hard Feelings, which, you know, if you guys are familiar, you know that's a deep song. It's a song that you take a lifetime to live just in order to be able to have that kind of content to put on paper. It's awesome. May It Last, uh, an Avid, Brother, Avid Brothers documentary by Judd Apatow on HBO. It's terrific, man. It's really good stuff. Seth. What's up? I don't know. I'm just seeing what's going on with you, buddy. It just seems like it's you never hang out at any of our events. <laughs> you never. I, you never uh, are you going to come to Truman's? I've been to a couple. Oh, well, I think well, yeah, to. I have to be at Truman's. You want a microphone? Or? I definitely no. I definitely will be at Truman's, ladies. That's uh, <laughs> August 19th, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, isn't that a Monday? It's a Monday. What are Mondays for? The Hoosiers. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sam. It's like... <laughs> That's all I'm asking for, guys. Someone actually gets it around. A little bit of some help August nineteenth. We want to say it's for people in the industry, I guess, and it is. But it's also for like my buddy. He wants to get a job in the industry. I got another buddy who he's the resident for a uh, a dispensary that might open up. And he's, they have to have somebody in state and out of state. There's all these rules and regulations. And I ain't trying to do paperwork. <laughs> I'm trying to do We're paperwork. radio guys for a reason. We're radio guys. Um, but so it's for anybody who is curious about meeting some of the people. You'll, there, there will be growers there. There will be people who are opening their own dispensaries. There will be people who are into the hemp game. There may be no one there, you know, now that I think about it after the whole – all the diarrhea talk from earlier and, you know, the Dick Cheney thing. They'll, they'll probably shut us down. Uh, maybe. They'll <laughs> probably shut us down. Maybe. And, you know, you were talking uh, earlier, you know, it's like uh, the sex memes get, you know, 30 likes and you try to say something about a new artist and it's like, wow. I appreciate your Caravaggio uh, shout out, I though. knew you would. I knew you would. Baby. I really did. We're going to – guys, that's that's where it's all about. I'm all about the sex memes. Yeah. Let's have some dirt. Let's have some – let's tell the dirty jokes. The lyrics post. It's what this is, but at the same time, let's uh, let's share some art. Let's share some beauty that we got going on. That you know, we got to kind of balance out the Hoosier a little bit, guys. Let's go. put a little bit of it's a yin and a yang. You know that's what, what I mean? Absolutely. And sometimes when it, when the pendulum swings a little too far one direction, we got to bring it back the other. Oh, it's a little love fest over here. Okay. Right now, I got to. All right, right. All right. Look, look. There's people listening on the radio that we should do two hours just like this. Is that the new Tool album? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> new Tool on Wednesday. That is something to celebrate for sure. Fear Inoculum. Mm, it's going to be so good. August 30th. The first single comes out Wednesday. Pretty excited about that. I did not mean for it to go that way. That's okay. It's all right. We uh, None of this we've meant to go this way. It never does. It never goes the way that you planned. That's why you just got to be malleable, you know? Hey, Blake Cairo, SDL, you ever had anyone crack your back? Uh, I, not lately, but I, I'm a big fan of chiropractic. Go check out Bell Chiropractic and Pain Management. They make the whole there show possible. 
BellCairoSTL.com. They've got a smattering of services, but the one that you might be most interested in because you listen to Hoosier Sophisticate, which brings you cannabis and psychedelic content every Monday night on WGNU 920 AM, they're writing recommendations too. System hacked. Warning. System hacked. Countdown sequence initiated. Ten seconds to evacuation. Security breach detected. Your intelligence is under attack. Extracting dark matter. Five, four, three, two, one. They're writing recommendations, they're removing your hair, they're removing tattoos, they're giving you testosterone, they're cracking your back, and they're making your life better. It's BellCairoSTL.com. Go check them out. James Carlton State Farm makes the first hour possible. He's the best insurance in the game. He's with State Farm. He's in their chairman circle every year. You want to know why? Because he offers a top-notch customer service experience. Okay? He covers you better than you've ever been covered before. He makes sure that your spouse is covered, and your kids are covered, and your car is covered, and your house is covered, and your favorite watch is covered. He's the best at coverage. Hit up James Carlton. CarltonInsurance.net. 314-961-4800. Craig. Can I cut you off for a second? We got some comments that I would like to address on the YouTube feed right now while these bobos are still on here. Aryan Ponyboy 69. Oh, Jesus. Don't appreciate that at all. And Nigel Eggy Yolk. Uh, What? I see you. Nigel Egg Yolk. (laughs) Nigel Eggy Yolk. We got people like getting after us on YouTube. We this got, is a we new got, level. We got, Ari- <laughs> we got Aryan hecklers. And there's, Aryan pony there's nothing that threatens There's nothing that threatens my intelligence than a guy that judges his superiority by the melanin in his skin. All right, guys. Also, Lifetime Roofing. They do exterior roof? work. They do uh, roofs. They do siding. James Hardy Boards. Hit them up. Just go Google them. LifetimeSTL.com. <sighs> Truman's and Soulard. It's a great place to get food. It's a great place to get drinks. It's a great place to catch Hoosier Sophisticate on August 19th from 7 to 9. It's a live show. It's going to be terrific. Come on out. Check us out. And then Rose Extermination. Guys, they're killing your bugs. They're taking them right out for you. Those bugs are making your life worse, so they're here to make your life better. 314-845-6101. Ask for the Cucky Special. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. Thanks for entertaining a couple knuckleheads. Sam Lyons, shout out your stuff one more time. Uh, come out this Friday night to the Red Line Hotel for allegedly a comedy benefit show hosted by Skepticon. It's me, Tina B. D-Ball, J.C. Sabala, Chris Sear. And Sarah Pearl and John Vinagoni. Tickets are $10. Show starts at 9.30. Come on out, Red Lion Hotel. Sam Lyons, you're our guy. Scotty Coops, thanks for all the help. Mark, heck of a guest. Seth, thanks for putting this on. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. We'll see you next Monday.